Welcome to another talk here. We're going to work a little bit on octave shapes. And um, the purpose of that is, um, or at least the purpose that we're, <clears throat> excuse me, working through is to um, be able to visualize where root notes are so that we can um, improvise with, with that awareness and um, be able to play anything that relates to, to an octave. And we can uh, use that, let's say, let's say we're taking uh, A flat here. We're gonna use um, some changes from Donnelly. And so if you have these octave shapes in mind, if you're improvising, then you might play some chord tones or you might play something outside of that as well, um, but understanding how it all relates to that um, uh, that tone is going to be important. All right, so I'm going to do a little playing up front here um, just to get us started. So um, play maybe a couple choruses on um, Donnelly to get us kind of started and this is of course a podcast and also uh, there's a video edition for members on the uh, YouTube channel forward slash fretprints youtube.com forward slash fretprints all right Thank you. 
Okay, so there's a little bit of um, kind of improvising. So what I'm um, kind of pr proposing that that uh, one tries to do with uh, with their practice and uh, just general awareness when uh, soloing is to be able to have a a spot where we can think about, let's say a tone uh, or a root note and think about what um, what tones are going to kind of fit into that. So let's say something like that. And how does everything relate? So we're kind of, we can sort of visualize an octave shape and think about how everything fits into that. So it could be a higher note than that, or it could fit kind of in the middle or be a little bit below, but we're trying to think about, about this. So that's the A flat chord, so that's a one chord. And then let's see, we go to an F. So we say, okay, here's kind of an octave shape and we can think about a line that sort of maybe fits in that notes that might be available or sort of make sense for the context. Okay. And, and so we find that. So let's go through just maybe a few more changes. So let's say we have uh, the next chord, B flat. So then we can think, okay, you know, those are some tones. And how does that relate to it? How does that sound maybe against a chord sort of in the area right and then we can use the same octave shape for a new chord quality so we say it's more of a minor kind of chord and then e flat seven you can have another octave shape here so and just think about the chord quality and even any chromatic tones could be chord voicings. Turn down a little bit here. Hopefully I'm coming through okay. So um <clears throat> so we get into that. Okay, so let's say we have A flat again. And I'm just gonna survey some of these. So it's E flat, so E flat minor. And we can think A flat seven. 
where we can think maybe D7. And then the D flat. So we can use these octave shapes as uh, sort of um, reference points for our, our listening <clears throat> and uh, also for our um, um, just sort of the visual aspect of, of patterns on the, on the guitar neck. Okay, so let's say we, we have these tones and then the um, G, let's say G flat. chord tones, but in any of the 12 tones. And back to the B flat. And then you think how you want to color that, or maybe you want to play that more like uh, more like a Lydian dominant sort of sound. back to the, um, the two, five, and one. All right. So thinking there about the octave shapes and all that. So I'll take a, another uh, bit of a solo. Maybe I'll go a little bit slower. And um, <clears throat> I'll work through the changes. So the, I just talked about the A section. Maybe next we'll go over the B section. But um, and maybe what I'll do is I'll just play over one A section just to kind of summarize what we just talked about there. Oh, I think I've I just found an issue here. Um, which is not a real problem, but it's sort of a realized what a problem was from earlier. But anyway, um, back to back to the topic that has more to do with the uh, I think the keyboard sound that I was setting up earlier. So I was wondering why that was not sounding right. I think it's just off by a little bit. Anyway, I'm not playing that right now, but. Um, so let's let's look at uh, playing through, let's say, the A section here. Start us out. So I'm just going to have a, one measure of, of kind of drums, but go through it slowly and um, think a little bit about some of these kind of octave shapes here. Thank 
Okay, so there I'm playing a little bit through um, kind of the position that we just talked about a minute ago. And sort of thinking about the kind of underlying um, octave shapes as we kind of go through there. All right, so the second half of the tune starts out um, pretty similarly. So we have the A flat. Okay, going to seven to the B flat. Okay, <clears throat> so let's go through that. So we have So we end up getting to the F minor, the relative minor. We have um, five of the six. We get a little bit of back and forth motion. So let's fast forward a little bit to to that spot. So let's, so let's say we have the uh, C7. So we, here we have an octave shape kind of in the area. And then the F minor so this time okay and then the the c7 so we might do maybe an augmented triad there okay or we could have just a regular major triad as well okay so we get through that and then and then we're gonna start heading over so you might say b diminished or G7. I'm talking about G7 here. So we could have a flat nine on that. Okay, so sort of related to that B diminished. And then, um, so that's going to form our five of three, which is going to form a two five. So that we have the C octave shape and then the F octave shape. B flat again, and the E flat. All right, <clears throat> so let me see if I can pick it up about halfway through the form here. And uh, so what I'll do is I'll play uh, primarily through that um, part of the neck, thinking about those octave shapes to, to guide and, and inform what I'm doing. So this is the second half of the form.
Okay, so there we see the um, um, a little bit of how we can use those octave shapes to kind of guide us through and work us through the different uh, positions and um, and things like that. All right, so <clears throat> you can of course use octave shapes to to play melodies and you you wouldn't have to um, move yourself into um, uh, staying in one position <clears throat> and as you might get a little bit um, uh, more more um, involved with this and move around the neck you just sort of try to think about wherever the shape is so let's say we're on the a flat again. So if you're over here, you know, you can think okay, on that or F7, so B flat. So up in this position. And then you can start to really freely move around and work through different positions. Um, wherever you're, you know, if you want to go to higher tones up here or lower tones down here, um, then you have all that access. So let's take let's take an example note and just kind of get a sense for how those uh, tones work out. So we have let's pick a A flat. So we have this. Now we have two octaves in this position, and also this position. And then we have this octave shape here, moving up to ninth position now, eleventh position. So same same two notes. Okay, and then down here, we've come kind of full circle around there. So when you think about these things, you might think about the five five positions or basic regions. I like to call them. Um, so we've got this one, two octave shapes. So there are two octave shapes in that, two octave shapes in, in this one. And you can relate this to um, the, the caged method, C-A-G-E-D, based on the open chords. So this would be kind of like the G shape. Okay. And then this next one. Kind of the E shape and the D shape and the C shape and the A. Okay, moving all throughout the neck. So if you could th think about 
that, that's that's a definitely a good start. Um, but you want to be able to assign different types of chord qualities to to each one of these based on um, on what you're doing there. So, um, all right. So I'm gonna wrap up our talk here a little bit, and maybe we'll do another uh, solo. So I'm gonna move around pretty freely on the neck um, and uh, just kind of work with this this theme of um, of playing um, and sort of visualizing these octave shapes and things so I'll take the tempo up a little bit Thanks so much for checking out this video and this podcast. Hope you enjoyed it, and I uh, hope it stimulated some ideas and and all that. Let me know if you have any questions, and I will see you all in the next one.